Hello and welcome to Let's Talk with Bishop R.C. Blakes. R.C. is an author, empowerment teacher, and the proud pastor of the New Home Ministries of New Orleans, Louisiana, and Houston, Texas. His message circles the globe. His conversational and candid approach to challenging content makes him a relevant voice to all generations. Get ready for a life-changing transformational conversation. Hello, hello, hello. This is R.C. Blakes and welcome. Welcome today to Let's Talk with R.C. Blakes. I am um, I'm really excited about this conversation today because it's really building on uh, a conversation that we started some months ago where I talked about a woman is never ever to pursue a man. A woman is never supposed to be in a position where she's running a man down, chasing a man. A high value, queen conscious, virtuous woman is never going to be found in a masculine position of pursuing a man. You can say what you want, you know, I know you all have different ways of doing things today, but you can argue with my, my um, as you might call it, old fogey positions but um, you know my stuff works this stuff you carrying on it, it got you with a whole lot of stuff but it's not getting you the kind of outcomes relative to marriage and relative to uh, viable relationships that are suitable it may get you a whole lot of sex and it may get you a whole lot of dates and uh, increase your body count and waste up all of your best years but it's not getting you the outcomes you need so at some point a wise person says, since I clearly don't know what I'm doing, let me sit down and listen to somebody that may know something. You know, this dude hasn't been around here all of these years for nothing. This man's been married to, to one woman, faithful to one woman, for going on 27 years now. You know, why don't I just sit myself down and listen for a minute? Because you have people out here telling you that, you know, Basically, the message is, you've hit the wall, you're over the hill, it's over for you, you need to be desperate, you need to give up as much sex as is required, and you need to, you need to be out here in these streets running men down. Bay, if that's your frame of mind, you automatically know that you need a therapist, a psychologist, and maybe even a psychiatrist that can give you some medicine, because the reality of life is that there's more to life than relationships. And I'm not being hypocritical in that I'm married saying that, but the day is going to come when either I'm going to die and leave Lisa or Lisa's going to die and leave me. What is my life without Lisa? What is Lisa's life without me? This is imperative. So this message that you're getting that you should be desperate and you should pursue men is really the mentality that's preventing you from meeting or better word attracting the kind of man or the kind of men kinds of men that would be marriage material you keep attracting you know clowns that want to have sex in a good time and never a commitment it's because when you are as a woman in pursuit of a man 
Um, you're as masculine as Mike Tyson in his prime. I hope that's a good visual for you. You're as masculine as Mike Tyson when he was in his prime. And if you are in your masculine, the only kind of man that's going to be attracted to you is a feminine man that wants to be what? Catered to, that wants to be kept, that does not really want to make commitment, wants everything, you know, wants you to do everything, provide everything. And this is how you continue to get men that uh, wear your wallet out, wear your body out, and never bring you to the altar. So you can either listen to me or not. I mean, I'm not right about everything. There are other people out here saying other things. Maybe they're right, maybe I'm wrong. All I know is that I have a, a very healthy and happy marriage that, you know, sits as a platform beneath any opinions that I might have. Now, you can go and find out what these other people may have, but, you know, it is what it is. A feminine woman does not pursue men. I want to talk today about, you know, in as much as it is not your role, it is not your responsibility, it is not attractive for you as a, as a queen conscious woman, queen of a woman, to be in pursuit of a man, that does not um, eliminate your having responsibility in the process of you and, and the right man connecting. Because we talked in that previous lesson about, you know, high value women never pursue a man, I think it was called. We talk in that lesson about how it is the man's job to pursue. It is the woman's job to approve. So you're not, you're not leaving brothers out here who are in pursuit of you without any feedback. It is your role to approve of the brother's, of the brother's pursuit. Now, a feminine woman that is not in pursuit, but understands some of the things that I'm going to share with you today, she becomes magnetic to husband material. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, now, and I want you to think about this because I'm, I'm certain that most of you, if not all of you, have seen this, where there's a woman who may not, you know, be hitting the marks according to the world's uh, superficial standards of beauty and what have you, because beauty truly is in the eyes of the beholder. All of us are beautiful, but the world has this... this um, this pseudo form or pseudo standard of beauty and you all know people ladies who don't hit those marks maybe they're too this or they're too that or they're not enough of this or they're not enough of that but they seem to get husbands and you're like you know and those in the group who are hitting all of those marks you the right size you the right this you the right that you the right all of this stuff other stuff the world says you can't get nothing, you know, but dates and maybe sexual partners for a little while. But then these ladies that you say, well, you know, they're not up to my standard. Some of these ladies have been married once, twice, and you haven't been married one time. 
what is what is what is going on there possibly is that this woman has learned something she's learned the wisdom of the wife she's learned how to function in her feminine and let me tell you something at the end of the day when a man is serious about settling down when a man gets serious about settling down a woman that has a feminine constitution is more attractive to that man than a woman who may be measuring a 10 on the the looks scale and see while you're so consumed with the looks there are certain things that we're going to I'm going to share with you today that will make you attractive and what I need you to learn is how to attract and then how to approve of the right man most women have never learned the wisdom of the wife the Bible says of that Proverbs 31 woman if you've not read your Bible just go and kind of Google it Google the Proverbs 31 woman it says she did her husband good and not evil all the days of his life she learned she knew the wisdom of the wife you will always get outcomes that are consistent with your consciousness what does the Bible say as a as a man thinketh in his heart so is he now you know that's deep that text there as a man thinketh in his heart so is he so is she and when it's when it's talking about as a man thinketh in his heart it's not talking about just this surface level consciousness that we all employ you know like I'm in my surface level consciousness now relative to the thoughts I, the, the points I want to make and the thoughts I'm thinking on the surface I'm sharing with you there's a level of consciousness that most of the time is unconscious to the conscious mind it's your subconscious realm as you think in your subconscious realm your life will align to those thoughts so what am I working on I what is what is my whole movement and message Queenology about it's about shifting your subconscious mindset to see yourself in a certain way and when you see yourself in a certain way your behavior will follow the thoughts see when he start when he's talking about um, as a man thinketh in his heart so is he he's talking about the thoughts you're thinking when you don't even know you're thinking it's who you it's who you know you are unconsciously subconsciously and your behavior and your standards align you will always get outcomes that are consistent with your consciousness some of you right now as I'm talking to you you know you're feeling a little nervous you're feeling a little triggered because some of the things I'm saying to you are you know striking home I suggest to you that you 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 kind of sit with this for a while because what's going on is according to Romans 12 and 2 the Bible says be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind the renovation of your thinking and if there's any particular group that really 
desperately needs mind renewal, it's the woman. Because the world, through toxic masculinity, misogyny, has, has miniaturized your self-concept to a place where all you can really see of yourselves is that you are sexual objects. And you've, you've, the world has conformed you to this small miniature version of yourself to the place that you do not see value within yourself apart from a relationship, even if that relationship is bogus. And this is why you feel like you have to pursue, you're desperate to pursue, but you will always get outcomes that are consistent with your consciousness. When you become a wife in your consciousness, you realize that it is not your role to pursue a man. It is your job to simply be a wife. And the Bible says, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. What does that text say to you? You have to be a wife before you have a wedding. And wives are not desperately running behind husbands. Lisa and I have been married for, again, 26 years. Been together longer than that. And do you not know, unless there's some business going on, or uh, unless there's, um, you know, something going on with the children or something like that, I, call, I still, till today, call Lisa more than she calls me. It's because it's my job to pursue my wife. It's my job to make certain that my wife is all right. It's her job to be receptive of my concern, my care, my oversight. Till today, you know, when there's nothing left to prove, that is still our role. She, she would call and she'll check in with me every now and then, but for the most part, I'm the one doing the calling today, and, and I'm a husband of 26 years. Some of you all that are watching me now, you met a man last week, and you've already called this man 55 times. You've already called him 55 times. That's masculine. It's unbecoming of a high-value woman. It is not queen consciousness on display. It is broken consciousness. So, and I still hear you saying, and I'm trying to just, I'm trying to move into my content, but, you know, I still hear some of you trying to justify running a man down. You're, you're trying to justify them. This is a new day and all of this kind of thing. Uh, there are a lot of things new about this day that are not right and are not good. If you want, if you want righteous and, and, and healthy and good outcomes, you're going to have to always go back to those basic principles of living that we always find in the Word of God. Because if it's right for you to pursue a man as a woman, he you are in your, your stilettos running behind a man, if it's right for you to run a man down in your stilettos, it's right for him to lay up in the house and let you pay all of his bills. If it's right for you to run a man down and to, to be the aggressor in, in, in the initiation of a relationship, it's right for him to lay in the bed when there's a bump in the night and tell you to go check it out. Where are we going to define, when do we begin to define roles? Everybody's talking this feminism stuff, and everybody wants, 
you know, talking about, you know, it, 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 a woman can do this. or Babe, listen, you can talk all that stuff you want. There has to be roles between a man and a woman. A man and a woman is not just different, uh, you know, biologically and in terms of anatomy. But psychologically, men and women are different. And there are, there are specific roles that the masculine, the testosterone has to play with the estrogen. And when estrogen begins to behave like testosterone, and testosterone begins to behave like estrogen, you have a ball of confusion. This is when you get people who don't know how they identify. What do you mean you don't know how you identify? Okay, let me leave that alone. Back to my lesson here. How to attract and approve. How to attract a king of a man, a, a, a man that is husband material, a high-value man, how, do, how, does a, how does a high-value, queen-conscious woman attract this man? It's not your job to pursue him. You just need to attract him. And how does she approve of him once she's attracted him? See, it's not enough for you to attract him and, and then drop the ball in terms of approving. Because when a man is, when a man makes... Um, when a man is in pursuit of a woman, he has to know that she approves. Number one, reciprocate a man's respectful effort to pursue you. Now, there's a difference between a man pursuing you versus a man chasing you. You know, people that chase you, something wrong with them. But a man that's in pursuit of you is respectful and when a man is respectfully pursuing you and you are available you should reciprocate that man's respectful effort to pursue feminine women make every respectable man feel like a king a healthy woman, now listen to what I said. I didn't say she makes every man feel like a king. Y'all hear what you want to hear. You got to, you got to listen. Sometimes you just typing, you know, out, out, out of all of this brokenness. Listen to everything I'm saying to you. I said a feminine woman makes every respectable man feel like a king. That's not every man, but every respectable man she makes him feel like a king and she identifies him as respectable by the way he respects her a healthy woman who is ready to be a wife appreciates a man who knows what he wants and respectfully pursues she rewards the pursuit of that man with indirect signals of approval. Now, why is it important for me to say that right there? Because many women have been trained. Now, listen to this very carefully. Especially 
you church ladies, please hear this. This is why a lot of you church ladies can't get married, right? That's what I'm telling you right now. This is what I'm saying. It ain't that brother's not coming for you. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, listen to what I'm saying. Many women have been trained to keep a hard demeanor so as to appear chaste or holy to the world. You know, I got to keep a hard, stern demeanor so that the world can know I'm a respectable woman. So you got brothers that are saying, hello, hello, uh, my name is, what's your name, may I, may I ask? W what you want to know my name for? And then you leave right out of that. You get on social media, you get on YouTube typing, Bishop Blake, when, when am I, when am, when am I going to find a husband? When is the husband going to find me? Well, what you're doing is you don't realize it, but this toxic religion has taught you to reject the pursuit of men that might very well be husbands. So you walk around with that hard demeanor. You don't, you don't know how to smile. You don't, you don't want to speak to nobody. And this only makes you difficult and ineligible. But you have to reciprocate every respectable man's pursuit. You have to reciprocate it with signals of approval. Number one is smiling. You know? If a man, if a man is, if a man is, I'm just talking to y'all that want a man. Now, some of y'all don't want none, and I, you know, I ain't mad with you. Do you, do you. Everybody don't, everybody don't want to be married. Everybody don't want a man, you know. Do you. Do you. But I'm talking to those of y'all that want one. You know, you, you don't, you, it's not going to make you uh, unfit. It's not going to taint you for you to smile at a man. If a, if a man, if a man is looking at you. You're a man looking at you for a reason. Yeah, he, he looking at you. For, if a man is just constantly, constantly looking at you, and I'm not talking about looking at you like you know, like a dog looking at meat. You know, that's a, that's a clown right there. Looking, looking you up and down. You need to call the police. <laughs> you need some police on the scene. But I'm talking about a man, you know, just in a, in a situation, maybe in a restaurant. You know, he'll, he'll glance. He's not going to just stare you down and make you uncomfortable. He'll glance and, you know, and, and if you, you, you look back and you catch his eye and you smile and you look away. All you got to do is smile and look away. What, what are you doing? You're approving of his pursuit. He, a man begins his pursuit with his eyes. A man begins his pursuit with his eyes. And so if you, once you smile and look away, so you, you can smile. You don't, you don't even have to worry about uh, waiting for his response to your smile. All you need to do is just smile and then just look away, you know. And then what will happen is when you, when you look back, he'll still be looking at you and then he'll nod his head or something like that. There, you see. What are you doing? You are, he's pursuing, you are reciprocating his respectful effort to pursue you. He's not, he's not disrespectful. Now, let me add this right here, because there will be times when a man will be in pursuit of you that 
you know, you just know it. You know, I'm, I'm big on this thing. You got to get over the type thing. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. You got to get over the type thing. And you have to learn to give other kinds of men chances. Some of you have limited yourselves to, you know, these little bitty boxes. And I won't get into that big old discussion because, you know, you, you're going to do what you do. But you can't find a man because you, 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 you've limited your criteria to this. You know, that's, 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 the, that's the group you want when you got the whole world here full of men, but there will be times um, when you will have a man pursuing you that you just automatically know there's, there's no attraction at all. There probably could never be any attraction. Well, it's been the tendency of a lot of ladies to just kind of shoot that guy down and just uh, speak down to him or ignore him or disrespect him but you should never shatter a respectful man's spirit by scolding him for articulating or demonstrating interest in you you should always handle every man's interest in you as honor because every woman needs to know listen to what I'm saying Every woman needs to know that she is desired and desirable, that somebody wants her. So even if it's a man that you don't think anything can possibly become of this, you should handle that situation respectfully and you should handle that man with honor. You, that man should get a smile from you. And that man should get, you know, a pleasant um, response from you. And if he moves in and if he, if he, you know, gets a chance to say, I'd like to do, I'd like to take you out or whatever, you know, you just respectfully decline, you know, you know, I think you're a great guy. But at this time in my life, you know, I'm, I'm doing something different, you know, you know, and, and leave it at that. What have you done? You have, you have allowed him to compliment you. You have allowed him to honor you by saying to you, um, you are desirable, you are desired, you are wanted. This man has done more for you than these fools you've been having who have done nothing but drain you and beat your self-esteem down. So you leave this brother in a state where he feels good about himself. You've not made him feel like he's less than. Come on now. And, and, and you've possibly made a friend. Listen to what the Bible says in Proverbs 31, 26. She opens her mouth with wisdom. And in her tongue is the law of kindness. You know, you're hanging around with all of your, um, your friends. None of y'all got a man. That's why all y'all hanging out all the time. How y'all get three and four days a week? Ain't none of y'all got no man. And while y'all hanging out, don't nobody have a man. Everybody, all y'all talk about is you want a man. Ain't none of y'all got a man. And then you hanging out with your friends. This man is expressing interest in you maybe because he's shorter than you think he should be or he's a little heavier, a little thinner than you would like him to be. You know, y'all go bust out laughing and who he think he is. You're never, you're going to always reap what you sow. You're going to all, when you become queen conscious and you really tap into your femininity and you really become high value, you will never disrespect a man that honors you by saying, I'm interested in you. 
you will always leave that man in a place where his esteem is full, even if he's not leaving the situation with you. Even if, even if he's not leaving it with you, you're going to leave him in a situation where you will never disrespect a, a brother like that because you don't know who he's going to be tomorrow. There are a whole lot of women that turned dudes down because they were, they were judging those dudes from superficial levels and then later on in life those dudes became superstars. You want to leave every man with a good experience when it comes down to you. Listen to what the Bible says in Colossians 4 and 6. It says, let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant, seasoned with salt, so that you will know how to answer each one who questions you. You got to know how to talk to every man. So number one, Number one, we said, you got to reciprocate a man's respectful effort to pursue you. It takes a lot for a man to pursue you. It takes a lot for a man to come up to you and say, you know, I, I'm interested. That takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage. And you see, good men especially, they don't, it doesn't just come easy to them because they're not out here just, you know, running game all day, every day. So when they see a woman that they really step to, it means that they're really smitten and so you have to reward that. You have to reward that pursuit of you. Now, number two, be interested. Once a man pursues you and, you know, you are interested, you're feeling him, you, you know, you, 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 reciprocating, you reciprocate that pursuit, you know, with, with um, the right kinds of signals of approval, you want to, here's the wisdom, you want to be interested but never too obvious about how serious your interest is prematurely. You, you, you know, I don't, you, you may feel like, oh Lord, this is the one, I done met the one. You, you want to keep that under your hat. You don't want to be out here, you know, I've been praying for you. I've been asking God to send you. In. You just met this man. You know, you haven't even taken the time to discern this man yet. This may be a very good act he's putting up right now. But even if it's not, if it is real, you want to be interested but not obvious. One of the most attractive things in the world about a woman, about a high-value woman, a queen-conscious woman, a virtuous woman, one of the most attractive things in the world about this kind of woman is that she is not easy to read. You know, she's very pleasant. She's very nice. But she's not, you know, she's not wide open. She's not, she's not a, an open book. You have to learn as a woman, as a woman of such great value and quality, you have to learn to be exciting and elusive at the same time. Make him pursue. Be the girl, be the girl that seemed clearly interested, but is not predictable. You know, he, he send him home talking to his boy. Man, you know, I met this girl. You know, she was very nice, but I don't know how to read her. You know, the average woman just, 
you know, take my, take my phone number, here's my email address, here's my social security number, my blood type, here's the key to my house, key to my car, here are all my credit cards. No, 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 you don't want to be that girl. You want to be the girl that sits and listens and has a pleasant demeanor. You're not going to be the woman that's just going to be out here running your mouth too fast, spilling all of the beans. You're going to listen. You're going to smile. You're going to feel the conversation. You're going to let him, you're going to let him talk, but you're going to feel the conversation every now and then with a comment or a question because the entire time you're interested. See, once you know you're interested, now it, requ it requires what? Now it requires the interrogation, the subtle, uh, undercover, stealth-like interrogation. It's kind of like the Queen of Sheba heard about Solomon and about all of his greatness, and she was interested. So she got her, she got, she, you know, she got her crew together, and they marched on down there to where Solomon lived, and she went to go check this thing out. And the Bible says she proved him with hard questions. See, once you know you're interested, now comes the interrogation. So you can't be so obviously interested. You have to, you have to, you have to show enough interest in him to make him know that you, you are interested, but he's not to know exactly how much you're interested. Because every man loves a what? Challenge. I say it all the time. For those that are hunters, you don't see no, no hunters, no real hunters, Put no, no stuffing no rabbits too much, put no rabbit on the wall. You know, hunters stuffing no squirrel, put no squirrel on the wall. They, they put those elk with those, all those big antlers. They, they putting them, them on there, you know. If they, if they going over there, you know, over the waters, they put lions and, and, and rhinos and all of this kind of stuff on the wall. Because every masculine man loves to be able to say, my woman was a challenge. The Bible says in Proverbs 29 and 11, A fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. There's some things you need to learn before you reveal all of your heart. You, so you, you got to learn to be interested without being obvious. You got to learn to be interested without being obvious. You know, y'all establish a connection and you exchange phone numbers and what have you. Well, you're not going to be the first one busting out there texting him after you leave. It was certainly nice to meet you tonight. What a great guy. You No, no. 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 That ain't the way. That ain't the way Queens rock. Mm-mm. I don't care how bad you, I don't care how fine you think he was. I don't care how much you felt like he was a man of God. I don't care how much you think this was God, this is the husband that God's been, you know, holding in reserve for you. Put the phone up. Step away from the phone, Sally Mae. Step away from the phone, Sally Mae. And you wait for that brother to text you and say, great to meet you tonight. What a wonderful lady you are. Hope to connect with you real soon. And then you don't go two seconds later with your greasy fingers typing on there, great to meet you too. No, 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 no. You're going to chill on that. If, if, if you get that text about 7 o'clock at night, maybe you return that text about 10 at the latest. 
If it comes in at 9 or 10 o'clock at night, you ain't going to return that text until tomorrow because you're going to be interested without being obvious. Everybody wants Lisa and I to do this relationship stuff. Everybody wants to know about me and Lisa's story. Well, I'll tell you this much about our story. The sexiest thing Lisa's ever done. The most attracting and attractive thing Lisa has ever done for me was when she left me. I knew she loved me with all of her heart. And when I said, and I wasn't really playing games, I was just confused. When I said, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get married, I don't want to be married, um, I think you need to move on. Lisa said, okay. I think she, her little eyes might have got wet for a minute, but she said, okay. And she moved on. And I, the phone didn't ring none that, none that night, didn't ring the next day, didn't ring days after that. It didn't ring for weeks, months. And I look around and, you know, she's literally moved on with her life. Because queen conscious women are never going to make the depths of their interest or love for you that obvious. That is the man's job. And you have to, you have to learn to... You have to learn to control yourself. That's broken consciousness. When you just want to run out here and run off at your mouth and just, you know, mm -mm. that's not the way, that's not the way to attract. That's not the way to attract a high value man's pursuit. That's not the way to make him know that he's chosen the right one. Now, number three. We're talking, about, we're talking about how to attract and approve of a, of a man. Number three, find the thing, when you have this guy, okay, you know, you're interested, he's, he's hanging around, he's consistent, it's, it's moving, it's going well, are you liking what you're hearing, he's answering your questions, the right way you're getting all of the right answers. Um... Number three, find the thing in his conversation that is praiseworthy and sincerely celebrate him. I'm giving y'all I'm giving y'all some, some jewels here. I don't know if you realize it, but this is a this is a man telling you how to impact a quality man in a way that you become unforgettable. Find the thing in his conversation that is praiseworthy and sincerely celebrate that. See, a man will begin to tell you about himself and he'll say, well, you know, I've done this and I did this and I do this and what have you and so forth. And he'll say it looking off like, you know, it's no big deal. But what he's really doing is he's sharing those things with you because he's, in, he's hopeful that these things impress you. And as men, we live to impress women. And men are interested in the women 
who are interested or impressed by them. See, if a man, if a man had, a, you know, if he had, he had to choose between a woman that uh, looked like Holly Berry versus an average woman, the woman that looks like Holly Berry is just, just, you know, she's not really focused on him. She's not really interested in anything concerning him. She doesn't really even listen to what he's saying when he's talking about himself. Then you have this average-looking woman who hangs on every word and even begins to ask him questions about his life and who he is. That woman that looks like Holly Berry is going to lose out to that average woman who's interested in that man because men are interested in the women that are interested in them. And so when you, when you find the thing in his conversation that is praiseworthy, and you begin to say, oh man, that's awesome. And I'm not, I'm not telling you to flatter him. That's not what I'm asking you to do because that's game. I'm, I'm talking about the things that this dude has accomplished or the things he's doing that are really praiseworthy. And, you know, doing what the average woman fails to do. This is where average women miss it all of the time. You know, brother, you could celebrate a brother. All of the brothers wanted a cheerleader. Every man for the rest of his life desires to spend the rest of his life with his own personal cheerleader. When you find those things that are worth cheering and you take a moment to cheer those things and you don't just, just you know, run past that and miss that and you learn, to, you learn to pour into that man because every man needs a woman that knows how to build him because to be a man, to be an actual man that you know, stands up and fulfills his role as a father, as a husband, is a faithful, honorable man, a earner, a provider, a protector, a teacher, and all of these things, it requires a lot of energy. And so when a man gets home, he has to know he has a woman that knows how to pour back into him. Average woman that has a man like that, she doesn't need, she, she, she probably won't even recognize the value of that man until the relationship gets to a point where it's just about over. And she's sitting in a, some pastor's office or she's sitting in some counselor's office and she's realizing that she's had a great man all of this time that she's completely ignored relative to his contributions and the things that make him great. She's never even recognized when that's all he ever really needed was for her to say, great job. Every man lives for that. I still live for that. To hear my wife say, man, you great job. You know, you're doing a great job. You're a great husband. You're a great father. You're a great grandfather. You're a great provider. You're a great, you know, every man. So when you, when you learn to find a thing that is about him that is praiseworthy, and you sincerely celebrate that, it makes you unforgettable. That dude will sit in his room and he'll think about you all night because of the way Maya Angelou said, uh, what people will never forget how you made them feel. And when, 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 as a woman, you know how, to, you know how you learn how to make a man feel like a king, like he's the only man in the room, in the world, he'll never forget you. Listen to what Proverbs 14 and 1 says. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. When I read that text, I asked myself the question, what is the foundation of the woman's house? The foundation of the woman's house is her man. Like the foundation of the man's house is his woman.
So every wise woman starts with building her man. Because to build a strong house starts with knowing how to minister to your man. You don't, you don't want to be a woman that, that never learns how to celebrate a man. You don't want to be so toxic and broken, you know, so carried away with what, you know, some former narcissist did to you that you can have a king in your present moment and you can't celebrate him because you've, you've not healed yet. If you've not healed yet, you don't need to try to be with anybody. Just stay to yourself and do your, do your work because every man is looking for the woman that knows how to build him. Every man has an ego. And his, every man's ego needs to be stroked to some degree. And his woman has to be the main contributor to keeping him in a place where he feels like, I can do this. Man, look, I can, I can be doubting some stuff, you know. And my wife will say, you can do it. That's all she got to say. You, you, you can do it. Yeah, you, you, you can do it. And she said fast, just like that. Nothing sexy about it. You can do it. You can do it. And just to hear my wife say, you can do it. I, I can do it. I, I, know, I know I can do it. I know I can bring my crazy stuff out there and actually accomplish it. Because I have a woman that knows how to praise the aspects of me that are praiseworthy. Now number four, how to attract and approve of how a high-value woman attracts and approves of a man that's in pursuit. Number four, look him in his eyes and give him your complete attention. See, you got, you got to take that phone. You got to take that phone. I'm looking for mine. You got to take that phone and, and put that phone up, man. You out here on a date with this dude. You all have been establishing some stuff. You know, and you're feeling good about it, and you on you on your phone the whole time, texting your girlfriend who don't have a man. You already told her you on a date, and now she texts you at the time she know you on a date. She's sabotaging you. She may not be doing it intentionally, but homegirl's sabotaging you. Instead of you, instead of you giving this man your undivided attention, you're texting her back. One second, one second. Texting her back and all this kind of stuff. When a woman learns how to look a man in the eyes, it's powerful. Because looking a man in the eye is a serious sign of respect and value. It also speaks of sincerity. Now on the flip side of that coin, the advantage of looking a man in the eye or looking a man in his eyes the flip side of that is that you also get a chance to discern any deception in him. Because a deceptive man cannot look you in your eyes directly. And so when you learn to practice looking this man in his eyes, all the, all the movement going on around in the, room, in the restaurant, in the party, or wherever y'all at, and you just look in this man in his eyes. And you're hanging off of every word that this... Number one, I'm not asking you to pretend that you're hanging off every word that he's saying. You need a man who really has a conversation that's interesting to you. You need that more than you need a six-pack and six and a half feet tall. You need a man whose conversation is that interesting to you. 
But looking a man in his eye is a serious sign of respect. Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 and 23 says, The eye is the lamp. This is the amplified. It says, The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, your whole body will be full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But if your eye is bad, spiritually blind, your whole body will be full of darkness, devoid of God's precepts. So if, if the very light inside you, your inner self, your heart, your conscience is darkness, how great and terrible is that darkness? So what is the saying? The eye is the window to the soul. A man loves a woman that can look him in his eyes. Hmm. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it. I'm telling you out of experience now. Yeah, Lisa, look me in my eye. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Never been the same. Never been the same. Mm, mm, mm. Almost ready to quit this live right now. Just praise the Lord. Let me get on back. Number five and I'm done. I want to give you this as my final point. How to always be unforgettable. How to always be unforgettable to any man. You want to be a woman that's un unforgettable. That's what you are. You want to be a woman that's unforgettable. You want to be a woman. See, a man is, a, a high value man is looking for a woman he can brag on. He's not looking for a woman with a big old behind and half naked. That ain't what he's looking for. That ain't what he's checking for. I know y'all believe it because too many of y'all participate in that culture. But that ain't what no high value man looking for. And just because a man got money doesn't make him high value. A man can afford you and can't value you. You got a whole lot of millionaires that are bums. I'm talking about a high value man that is consistent, who's aligned inwardly from his spirit to his soul to his wallet. He is looking for a woman that he can brag on. Ain't nobody bragging on somebody that's taking 300 booty shots a day putting it on Instagram. Okay, back to my point. I, I go on these rants because, you know, I get, my nerves get bad at certain points. When I think about some of the stuff people carry on, it just don't make no sense for y'all to do some of the stuff y'all doing. Okay, back to my point. Three things I'm going to give you and I'm done. Point number five, always be unforgettable. What does this entail? Attitude. Attitude. You don't want you don't want to be the you you don't want to be angry, belligerent, loud, condescending, difficult. You want to be the most polite, gentle, calm, relaxing woman in the room. Your attitude can make you stand out. The Bible says of that, of that Proverbs 31 woman. Many have done many virtuous things, but thou excellest them all. She stood out from the crowd. How do you excel them all? Your attitude. Your attitude makes you unforgettable. Hello, how are you? Man speaks to you. Hello, hello, hello. And you shrugging him off. Hello, how are you? You know, you know if, you, if, if a man speaks to uh, ten women in a party, 
Nine of them are, are going to look him up and down, see what kind of shoes he got on, look at his wrist, see what kind of watch he got on, before they say anything. Someone won't say nothing. <laughs> but when you, doesn't matter what he look like. Hello, how are you? Your, your attitude makes you unforgettable. Number two, your attractiveness. You, you, don't have to be, you don't have to be the most gorgeous woman, but man, put yourself together. Put yourself together. Put yourself together like, like, you know you, like, you, like you knew you were fine before you left the house. Put yourself together. And that doesn't, that doesn't entail going out here spending money you can't afford to spend. That means put yourself together. Find the kind of clothing that suits your particular bill. Stop trying to fit into all this stuff that don't fit you. And put yourself together in a way. See, you know when you put together because there's a swag you get. There's a confidence. So you got to start dressing for yourself and stop dressing for everybody else. When you dress for yourself and you feel good about what you're rocking, there's a confidence that you have that becomes contagious. Mm. When you walk in, you know I'm, you know, you know you're slamming. And then number three, third thing makes a woman unforgettable. Her attitude her attractiveness, and her accomplishments. Be a woman with some brains. Contrary to what some people say, man, that you know, men, don't, men don't care nothing about uh, what you know, what kind of brains you have, what you're doing. Uh, that, that may be true for some men, but you know, dudes I know, they want a woman that's got something going on. You know, they don't want no dummy. They don't want a woman just sitting around there dumb, popping gum, looking good and having babies and just nice for the company photo. That ain't the woman. That ain't the woman that no king looking for. King need a queen and the queen is basically a king in a dress. She has the same kind of mentality, same kind of temperament, same kind of power. She, she, she can accomplish all of the same stuff. So if you want to be the unforgettable woman that attracts high value king like men, have the right attitude. That's the thing that's going to make you most beautiful. Beauty is vain. But the Bible says a woman that fears the Lord, she fears God, she shall be praised. Have the right attitude. Put yourself together. Be attractive. And then thirdly, let your accomplishments speak for you. You know, be a woman that's been in pursuit of your own thing. You know, people talk about how Ruth, you know, pursued Boaz. The reality is Ruth was out there trying to take care of she and her mother-in-law, Naomi, her husband had died, and Boaz was attracted to her grind. Be that woman that people in high places ask, who is that? Where does she come from? And so these are just my thoughts. You may agree, you may disagree. It's, it's your thing, baby. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to. Hey, man, I hope you got something out of this today. I certainly enjoyed sharing it with you. Father, I thank you today for every person under the sound of my voice. Now, God, let, let, let this message soak into their spirit. Let it soak into their spirit. And let it shift their mindset. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Don't forget to go by my website, rcblakes.com. Sign up for my mailing list. Don't forget to check out all of my online programs that are there. Queenology, 
you know, um, transcending the father wound, soul ties, wisdom for women in ministry. Just check it all out. Go by Amazon, pick up any or all of my books. They will bless you. People around the world are reading my books and I thank God for that. And just know that Lisa and I so appreciate all of you that sow into our lives and into the ministry. If you need counseling of any kind, uh, you, can, you can look in the description. There's a link for BetterHelp Counseling. If you use that link, you'll get 10% off of the counseling from BetterHelp. And they in turn, because we refer to you, will make a deposit into R.C. Blake's Ministries if that works for you. Now, just know Lisa and I love you. We thank God for you. And with all of my heart, with all of my heart, I want you to know I so appreciate you. So, you know, as I always say to you, you are on top. You're going higher. God is more in store for you. So guess what? We will see you at the top. God bless you. Until next time, I'm R.C. Blakes. We here at R.C. Blakes Ministries want to thank you for spending this time with us today. today. R.C. and Lisa are always honored to have you with us. Don't forget to reach out to us by visiting our website at www.rcblakes.com. While you're there, you may join our mailing list and receive a free download of the Laws of Manifesting Your Vision by R.C. Blakes. Also look at all of the online programs by R.C. You may find all books written by R.C. and Lisa. Once again, all of us here at R.C. Blakes Ministries want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And as we always say, see you at the top.